0: Thank you for listening to the LU Moment. I'm your host, Shelly Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we highlight the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. This week, we're going to visit with Brian Latronic, Assistant Professor of Theater about an upcoming performance, and with Daniel Darcy, Athletic Strength and Condition Coordinator for our Athletics to Program, Dr. Jill Killow, Department Chair for Family and Consumer Sciences, and Angelica Figueroa. Both of these ladies are from our College of Education and Human Development in the Family and Consumer Sciences Department. So these folks, are here to talk to us about a very unique partnership taking place on campus that brings together nutrition, athletes, education, and includes Market Basket. But first, I want to tell you a little something that took place this week on the Lamar University campus that I thought was really special, and I wanted to pass on this story. Jackie Harris was a 1980s track star, track and field legend, really, and um, he he was on the championship team, our track and field championship team, in 1980 and got, of course, the championship ring. Jackie went on to graduate from Lamar in 1984, but not before he set a few records that are still held at the school. The 200 and the 400-meter dash are still Jackie Harris's records, have not been beat. But he lost his ring somewhere along the way. And um, although he said he thought about calling the school and seeing if he could get another one, he never had. This week, nearly three decades after receiving the ring, and some he lost the ring somewhere you know, along the way, he thinks maybe in the 90s, his ring was found, and um, it's a really neat story. A, a construction worker was leveling a house, saw something shiny, dug it out of brick and mortar, cleaned it off, and it had the inscription Jackie on it. So he began to search. He and his wife began to search. It was the, um, uh, I'm going to remember their names here in a minute, Francisca uh, Godina, a local construction worker, and his wife, Alicia they cleaned the ring off, saw the inscription "Jackie," and started looking for Jackie. And of course, uh, came to realize that it was a Lamar ring. And uh, we reunited the 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 ring and introduced the gadinas to Jackie Harris this week. And it was a wonderful reunion and uh, just just really really special. Now the ring the ring didn't fit the finger that it originally was made for, but it did fit uh, Jackie Harris's pinky. He put it on and said he was going to show it to his daughter. So just love. That story, thought it was worth uh, passing on some great things going on at Lamar University. And uh, everyone hugged The Godenas And Jackie Harris Hugged Said they were going to stay in touch And Harris is going to take The Godenas out to dinner So uh, Great reunion You can read more about that Of course On our website At l At lamar edu So check it out And uh, get the full story Okay That brings us To our Department of Theater And Dance We've got A comedy Comedy of errors Another mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, I think Kind of the uh, Thanks for being here By the oh, way appreciate, Very happy to be Appreciate your time Um it's we, we've kind of done some classics th- this season, it seems. We started kind of with The Birds, mm-hmm. and now we're doing Comedy of Errors.
1: Y- y- uh, yes, indeed. Uh, one of Shakespeare's first comedies. Um, it's uh, probably one of his most madcap comedies. It's, right. Uh, kind of a mistaken identity, two sets of identical twins. Um, one has been in search of the other, and they happen to find themselves in the same day at the same time. And so, of course, they get mistaken for one another, and all kinds of hilarity and mischief and, and mayhem mayhem ensues. But, of course, being a comedy, it all turns out right in the end. But um, the, uh, the madcapness is still uh, quite... Uh, quite madcap
0: <laughs> now most times you know people in, in literature theater have opinions about shakespeare i mm-hmm. mean you you have a, a strong opinion about shakespeare oh, and kind of his background and what
1: oh absolutely i love shakespeare i yeah. always have i've always been a, a huge huge fan of shakespeare mm-hmm. um did a lot of it in uh, my undergraduate and my graduate school professionally and um one of the things I always tell students when I lecture about Shakespeare, one of the things I always hear is, you know, we don't understand it. It's hard to understand. But when you kind of pare away the, the language, which once you really get an ear for it, it's fairly easy to understand. But when you realize that the things that he was writing about 400 and some odd years ago are the same things that we all deal with today, love and uh, parents and children and husbands and wives and uh, uh the issues are the same. Exactly. We, <laughs> we, we have changed so little in, in 400 years that the things that were important then are still important now. So if when you kind of pare away everything and just look at the same basic story, um, there, there's really a lot there that's relatable. And so I know that's what my cast and I have been very... Focus uh, on that exactly. Mm-hmm. Just telling the story and just making sure that the audience understands what's going on. They may they may not understand you know all the obscure jokes and references, but they'll still understand the story. And uh, the cast are doing a, a really bang up job. And. I think anyone who comes will have a a really fantastic time.
0: And and when is this production? It's not until mid-March, correct? Right after spring break?
1: Correct. Uh, March 21st to the 24th. Uh, Performances are Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 7.30 and Sunday at 2 o'clock. And that will be in the University Theater, uh, which is on Lamar's campus.
0: Uh, yeah, our big our big theater, yes. a lot of opportunity to see it, lots oh, of yes. times and lots of places, and the, the prices are so reasonable. I mean, you really can't beat
1: it. Oh no, very not at all. Uh, general admission is uh, fifteen dollars. If you are uh, Lamar University faculty or staff. Um, uh, a high school or college student at another university, uh, or a senior citizen, it's $10. And then if you are a Lamar student and you buy the tickets through our website, uh, it's only $7. So it's cheaper than a movie.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's great. Yeah, cheaper than a movie these days. Mm-hmm. I, I got to ask you this. Do, do students roll their eyes when you say Shakespeare and you're going to do a Shakespeare play? I mean –
1: some do. Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, some do. Uh, our majors are very excited about it. They are, uh, we only do Shakespeare every every two or three years. So when one of us comes around in our season, our students are very excited. But a lot of the, the non-theater students, they, they do kind of go, oh, uh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. We had, uh. had to read that in high school, blah, blah, blah. And But that's when I always say, well, you had to read Shakespeare. Shakespeare was never meant to be read. Shakespeare was meant to be seen. And heard. Acted, and, right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I say, don't reserve judgment until you actually come and see the show. And then if you still don't like it, okay. But at least give, well, it, give it a Well, it's got to be a, a little more
0: challenging, too. I mean, I would think that a student who performs Shakespeare, that looks good on a resume. Oh, sure. I mean, I, because it's a little bit harder to learn, right? The lines and... Uh, oh, the, absolutely. Yeah, the,
1: absolutely. It's, it's definitely a challenge to learn. It's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like perform. I don't want to say performing in a foreign language, but it, it does have its own... Uh, peculiarities. It has its own um, kind of way of performing, right. And of course, with the proliferation of, of Shakespeare festivals, uh, I think almost every probably state in this country has a Shakespeare a yearly Shakespeare festival of some kind. so it it provide it uh, prepares students for a, a great professional career doing classical theater. Right. Um, it. Uh, almost every professional theater in the country does some kind of classical theater. So, uh, And that's something we always try to do in our season, is try to do at least one classical play, if not Shakespeare, then something... Um Something with a heightened language to it, so that our students are that much get more that prepared. experience exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah, I love it. Our, our our department. I mean, you're not from here. I mean, you came here to to be in the department at Lamar, Correct. the theater department. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? What, what do you think? What do you think is unique about our department here?
1: Well, our our particular department. It is we are we are growing, but it's it's still a very small department. We only have around fifty or sixty majors, uh, and it's really great because as a faculty, we get to know our students very well. We get to really um, work with them closely. We get to really see what it is that they are excelling at, what it is that they really need work Your on. Challenges. Uh-huh. It, exactly. So our, our students uh, in, a, you know, in larger programs, you can become a number and you might go four years and never get, get on stage in a play. Uh, Here we have students who might be doing a play every semester. So there's lots of opportunity for them to get on stage. There's lots of opportunity for them to work with us as faculty. We bring in uh, professional guest artists uh, from Houston uh, almost every year to direct. So when they graduate, not only have they worked with us as faculty, but they also have professional contacts in the industry uh, as opposed to someone who they maybe met once or took a master class with. These are people they've worked closely with for weeks and weeks and weeks who can attest to their skill and their work ethic so that when they graduate... They can go right into the professional world. We just had one of our uh, students who graduated last year just performed in uh, Twelfth Night at the Alley Theater in Houston.
0: Really? Yeah, uh,
1: Sydney Haygood. She, uh, who just graduated last May, and she got a small part in that. And so, literally, almost the entire department went to go see that play. And we were.
0: I bet so. I mean, that's got to be like, uh, you know, one of the the uh, most exciting things that happens. You know, when you see a student succeed like that and and be elevated to that kind of position. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. There, there's mm-hmm. nothing better. Very than rewarding. To,
1: nothing better it's it's you know you you prepare them as best you can and you know once they kind of go out into the world you just kind of have to let them go and be there to support and help but it's kind of up to them to make it happen sure. and when you see a student make it happen on their own that's there's nothing more rewarding
0: that is really, really
1: cool. All
0: right, give us uh, how can we get tickets again, and give us the dates and times one more time.
1: Absolutely, uh, March twenty first through the twenty fourth, and it's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at seven thirty, Sunday at two o'clock in the University Theater, uh, and you can purchase tickets uh, through our website. Just go to lamar dot edu slash theater dance, all one word, theater with an R E T H E A T R E. Dance, and then there'll be a button on our, our webpage. It'll say "Purchase Tickets," and click on that, and you can buy your tickets uh, online.
0: The Comedy of Errors. I would think that that would be a great thing to take uh, my sons in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that he needs to see. Study Absolutely. Shakespeare just a little bit, but um, be good. Be good for high schoolers, and uh, very um, a wonderful opportunity for our community to come out and support theater and the students at Lamar University. Um, and and. Um, Brian makes a great point. You know, Lamar is small enough where we can really give individual attention to students and we can really get in and we can pull our programs together and we can find out how we can serve the community, how we can better serve the, the students there on campus. And a program was begun, I, I don't know exactly when, uh, Dr. Jill Killo is here to talk about uh, this po- program that brings together nutrition and nutrition. Uh, education uh, you know learning opportunities and our athletics department so this is uh, this is really a neat kind of kind of kind of marriage of some of the you know the, the the programs going on tell us tell us about it
2: yeah Um, It was about two years ago that Dan and I started working together along with uh, Dr. Amy Schaus in giving the students an opportunity to work with athletes. There was a need. Dan approached us and said, hey, we need help over here. Um, What can y'all do? And we started... food.
0: They didn't have any good food, right?
2: (laughs) Well, I don't know if it was food as much as it was education at first. Ah, Uh, Yeah, education. Yeah, doing a little bit of education with the athletes. Um, Those
0: french fries are not building your muscles. Is that kind of of what was going on? Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we started out just, uh, you know, um, they were doing education materials, um, bulletin boards, and that happened last year. So after that year, um, Dan and I talked more about him becoming a preceptor for our dietetic internship, which that's the program where they do supervised practice and then become eligible to become a registered dietitian. He said yes. We then also started talking about ways the undergrad students could get experience and um – because they have to have experience to get sure. into an internship, and sure. it, it's a great opportunity. Um, and uh, the athletes are a unique population for our students in often, more ways than one, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, they're dealing with their peers. The, the, sure. the students learn how to communicate with their peers, and then they're dealing with the individuals who often are trying to gain weight. Um, mm. They're very active, which is opposite of a lot of times of what we deal with in say, healthcare. I've never
0: wanted to gain weight. That's right, just amazing. Right. Right. That's right, right. And and so
2: it was a good opportunity for both our undergrad and our graduate students to get in, help the athletes um, in the way of education. Um, They're doing one-on-ones. The interns are doing one-on-one consultations. Um, they're doing bulletin boards. Um, they're available to do group education. And then the undergrads are really helping with the nutrition center. And I don't know if, Dan, you want to talk a little bit about the nutrition center.
0: So, Dan Darcy, you've been w- uh, working with our athletes uh, in, in strength training. Yes, ma'am. Is, is that basically what you do? Is yep. it football, all athletes? What it, do you- it's
3: all athletes. So oversight of 17 teams, nearly 400 athletes, and making sure they all get their sport-specific needs that they uh, need to compete at a high level.
0: So you recognize that nutritionally they were not getting what they needed, uneducated. I mean, what, what did you – what was your – what were the problems?
3: Right. So my, my objective every day when they come in to when they leave, they're actually worse because they break down. They break down muscle, and they need oh. to repair that muscle. And we saw we're going to train at elite level today. Well, tomorrow you're going to train at elite level again. And they weren't able to repeat that effort, and so we knew that – There was uh, no recovery. The, the, exactly. The recovery wasn't there, and so we needed to ramp that up. And so that's why I went to Dr. let to get, Let's get this education going because our education level is low right now uh, a couple of years ago, and now we're making improvements on that, which is phenomenal. And we see the difference every single day. But, and had they
0: been receptive, the athletes?
3: Absolutely. They didn't know what they didn't know. And then when you put that information in front of them, it becomes, oh, oh wow! why haven't I been doing this all along? And so it was kind of a, a light bulb moment for a lot of our athletes. We want to keep having those light bulb moments and keep this education going. But we're starting to see improvements. Those uh, individuals that want to gain weight, they're gaining weight now. And it's not just weight. It's muscle, muscle. mass. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so we're getting food into them. Sooner than we were before, more calories than we were before, because they just didn't understand how much they're actually burning by being active. Uh, There's a lot of these different types of diets out there. Those are not for them. Uh, These different types of fad diets. This is a, you're a student athlete at a Division Mm -hmm. I institution. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your regimen of training, of diet, of lifestyle is different uh, than anybody else.
0: Is this pretty regimented? I mean, do y'all watch them? Um, each day and I mean you can't be there with everything they put in their mouths but you give them diet suggestions
3: right and so uh, like she was saying the uh, the one-on-one consultations uh, we've already had nearly 50 student-athletes meet uh, one-on-one and get those consultations to talk about well I don't have energy or I want to gain weight I thought I was doing the right things but it hasn't happened yet what do I need to do and, and they take their issues and their challenges Mm-hmm. to these nutrition students and and have these conversations and now the these students can take the information from the classroom and apply it in a practical way which is a win-win for both sides so okay. it's it's been tremendous.
0: Absolutely. So Angelica, you're are you one of the students that they meet with? What do you do with this
1: program?
4: Yes. So um I'm an intern right now this is my first week with them and I've already met with a couple of the athletes. So they come and ask, they come and ask questions, really good questions too. And just the same things about losing weight, gaining weight, um, building that muscle. And I think, you know, having that one-on-one consultation with us has really helped them a lot because sometimes, you know, they, they see us as professionals right. and that's what we're trying to be. So it helps both. You're of getting us there. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> and so they, I mean, they help, we help each other out in both ways and and to me it's it's really effective and i know i've learned more from them than they've learned from me so really yeah really
0: interesting so what are their their main concerns i guess are, are gaining the muscle mass
4: right um i had one yesterday that wanted to lose he felt like he wasn't at the right weight he wanted to lose a little bit and then there was one that wanted to gain it And um, it's all over the board, which gives you a lot of experience. Right. And so they they would just basically they would tell me what they would eat on a daily basis. And based on that, I would say yeah and no. Yeah. (laughs) Give suggestions. And you blew it there, buddy. (laughs) And I think they I think they left with a pretty good understanding of what they needed to do next. I love it. So
0: where are you in your education?
4: I am about to graduate with my master's degree in August. So once. Thank you. Uh, Once I'm done with that, I will hopefully be in my career. That's wonderful. Yeah. And this is a
0: good experience to take into that career. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Not only
4: just, like, nutrition knowledge, but just professionalism and learning how to um, Well, how to interact of, with people yeah, exactly. and visit
0: with different types of people, I would think, would be really, you know, um, advantageous. Definitely. I love it. So how does Market Basket play into this? Are we feeding them at the same time? I guess we, have, we do. We have to feed our athletes, right?
3: Right. And so this is something that came about this last um, – Year, uh, we were really making a push um, from a lot of sports, but especially football and our, and our new uh, football coach, Mike Schultz. And then that tied in with our new athletic director at the same time, uh, Marco Born, saying, We need to feed these athletes. We need to make more progress. And, and we all got on the same page. Uh, so we started uh, catering food in, and, and we got to the point where we were able to have market baskets set up uh, deliveries three days a week. And so they'll bring us uh, bread. Peanut butter, jelly, and you better believe we're making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day. <laughs> Is that how and to gain weight? Peanut uh, butter uh, and jelly—that's jelly? that's certainly one of the ways, uh, ah. and that's that's one of the the simplest, most foundational ways you can do it. And and that's how we've attacked it: uh, just good old-fashioned peanut butter and jellies. And uh, oh I'll tell you what—they're delicious. They, they they do a phenomenal <laughs> job, and they they don't get old to me. And I'm I'm there every day. Um, we've had great feedback from uh, from those. We've also done. Uh, oranges so we'll cut oranges we'll have bananas uh, we'll have cereal bars or a different type of protein bar uh, and then we also have um, core powers from coke as well so they're helping us out and so that nutrition center uh, that that we've named after market basket because they've contributed so much that's the start for us we want to keep growing and keep evolving our options Uh, this is just the starting point in our eyes
0: Well, it it sounds like a great program in the way that the university is um, really benefiting so many different facets, you know, all at the same time.
2: Absolutely. So
0: um, you you see sending more students over there and and continuing to work uh, within the program.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. We are constantly encouraging our students to get out, volunteer, go over there, help with the student-athletes. It's a great experience for them. Like Angelica said – they're going to learn as much or more um, from the athletes. Than the The, athletes. Yes, absolutely. It's a good practical learning experience. Um, Kind of gets them out of their shell, too, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one thing about becoming a registered dietitian or a nutritionist is that we do education. Um, That's part of our foundation in our profession is education. Well, the only way you can educate is to talk to people. So you have to get over that fear of interacting. And what a great way to start in your undergrad with that interaction with your peers.
0: It's a great, it's a great program. Mm-hmm. All right, how many programs do you all have in your department?
2: We actually have several programs. We have nutrition and dietetics. We have hospitality administration and culinary. We have fashion merchandising. We have family studies, and we have family and consumer sciences um, teacher education.
0: And the ratio to st- the the ratio teacher student is uh, it's really good. Oh, it a, is very good. Yes, yeah. yes. So you're getting that that hands on that one on one. Yes, it's fabulous. One thing that Lamar can offer. That um, that other big colleges can't, and it really makes us unique. So, um, thank you all for being here. Really appreciate you uh, sharing this. LU moment and all the great information going on at Lamar hope you get to come out and see Lamar University come just uh, tour the campus don't know if you know this or not but we've got beautiful public art all over the campus our quad is redone this next week is spring break if you've got a high schooler come on out take a tour you will love it and uh, love what you see we've got a Starbucks on campus which is one of my favorite things I and mean, there's other great, lots of great things Starbucks is a great thing though right there on campus <laughs> so thanks for listening to the LU moment have a great week.